BoxingVoice.com here with Super Zab Judah. What's up? Champ, great to see you. Uh, first of all, just wondering, uh, how you doing health-wise, Champ? I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm, you know, God is great, and, um, you know, he, he pulled me through it. That's yes, it. sir, yes, sir. <laughs> well, I know, obviously, uh, you've known Devin since he was a, a, a child. Yes, uh, my godson, yeah. What's your thoughts on his performance tonight? Uh, what did you see in the ring tonight for the interim title? I'm, I'm, I'm super, super happy. I'm proud of him, man. He's... Since a kid, man, he's been he's been focused on on this moment right here. You know what I mean? And I'm proud of him. He's champion of the world now, and there's nothing nothing nobody can say no more. You know what? I feel good because you know what I'm saying. I've been talking about Dev since he was an amateur. You know what I'm saying? So now I ain't got to talk no more. The world see what the world see now. What I was talking about. Now, at only 20 years old, for him to look as phenomenal as he does, phenomenal. for him to have the following in and out of the ring that he does. Is that superstar potential there? Is it, or do you see him being the next face of boxing? He's a hundred percent the next face of boxing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, you see what you see what he's doing at twenty years old. This is amazing. It's amazing. I was I was uh in I spent a lot of time with him in camp out in Vegas, and I was talking to Bill like a day or two before they left for New York, and I told him I'm like, you know, Terrence Crawford was a two division world champ before he headlined at the theater. Oh wow, nice. Devin's never even challenged for a world title. When he's headlining at that at yeah, the theater. Yeah. What does that say about him? It says a whole lot, man. It says a whole lot. I mean, listen, man. The kid is he's ahead of his time, man. I get, I've, I've been telling people this for years, man. The kid, he's ahead of his time. He's no joke. You know, I, I know Lermanchenko's, you know, supposed to be good and nice and all that, but watch, he gonna do him the same way. If he take the fight. <laughs> if he takes the fight, he's gonna do him the same way. You know, so. so. Now, not to get ahead of myself, however, um, you know, with Devin being so young, 20 years old, how how far up, how heavy do you, could you see him fighting? How heavy could you see him fighting? He, he know what he's doing. He could go, if he go there, if he if he said, I want to go to 154, I'm going with him and he's going to do it. I already know he it. Do it. Yeah, yeah, I already know it, you know what I'm saying? Devin can do it, you know what I'm saying? Now, you yourself uh, stepped in the, in the gym with Floyd. I mean, in the ring with Floyd, I'm sorry. Um, a lot of people like to compare him to, you know, Floyd. They say he's the next Floyd. Um, maybe not just talent-wise, but, you know, stardom. What are your thoughts on that? Because, I, mean, I mean, that's I mean, a huge compliment. I mean, at 20 years old, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, I don't... I, I, you know, I, I can vaguely remember back if Floyd wasn't doing stuff like this at 20 years old. You know, I wasn't even doing stuff like this at 20 years old. I mean, you know, everybody got to take their hat off to him, man. Give the kid his props, man. You know what I'm saying? He's doing his numbers, man. He's doing good. Now, not too many people can say they've been around him as long as you have. What is the best memory you have of him throughout his life? You know, maybe when he was younger. What's the memory that you have of Devin that, to this day, that you still think about, you still remember? Um, a lot of stuff, man. I mean, we did a lot of stuff. Um, there's no one special memory. I mean, there's all we have. We share a bunch of memories, a bunch of special memories. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know him, his brother, his father. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my, that's 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 my family. You know what I mean? And, um, I love him. And listen, man, I'm gonna be right here with him the whole way. You know what I'm saying? Nobody gonna touch him. Watch. Promise you. Remember, I told y'all before about him. Now I'm gonna tell you like this. Nobody's gonna touch him. Nobody. Watch. Sam, thank you. I don't think he got hit tonight. Nah, he looked, to me he looked phenomenal. He didn't get hit tonight. He took he took the he took the title and he didn't make a hit tonight. So 
phenomenal. It's, it's to me, it's almost remarkable the amount of progress he makes from fight to fight. He just mm -hmm. improves. He gets better every time. Absolutely. He gets better. He, he, he getting better with the minutes. You know what I'm saying? So, so by the time the next fight comes, I don't know how many minutes of been a win by by then, but he'll be that much better. Zab <laughs> Judah, thank you very much, Shannon. If you enjoyed the video, feel free to hit the like, subscribe, and share. As always, if you want to support us to the next level, head over to the patreon.com backslash the boxing voice. We have tons of exclusive from Border Wars, Entitled, Betting Shows, the list goes on and on and on. But in addition to that, if you guys have questions for fighters, trainers, and promoters, this is where you can submit them. We will run out, get these questions answered, and put it back on the show just for you guys. Appreciate it. Peace. I think, I think, um, I think the, I think we're gonna have the same result. I think Andy Ruiz um, probably has his number. The fact that the fact that uh, I think Ruiz is gonna get better. Um, he's gonna get faster, probably stronger. Uh, I don't think Anthony Joshua is gonna correct anything. I mean, he's been fighting the same way for all these years, so. As a fighter, it doesn't make me think that he can maybe change things up. But who knows, in boxing, when you're a heavyweight and he has that heavy punch, uh, anything can change. But I just think that Ruiz has the, has the better chin and has, has less distractions than, than, than what Joshua has. That's a, that's a very interesting fight, Oscar. Like Ellie mentioned, it's going to take place in Saudi Arabia. Would you ever consider going to that market as well, too, with a very big fight? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, if the opportunity presented itself uh, with a Canelo uh, or with any world champion that we have, um, then, yeah, why not? Why not? I think they've proved it that uh, that it, it can be safe. They've been there and held press conferences, and uh, they've held other events like the WWE, uh, I believe the UFC. Um, so yeah, we have no problem. Oh, and obviously you were a big staple here in the United States, but what do you think is the hardest part of just staging the fight in a country that is not known for race fighting? I think I think you, you have to take a look at um, you know um, the the uh, commissions um, you know it's safe uh, the safety of the fighters I think is most important um, are they prepared for any type of situation that that might take place um, you know that's it's it's unknown um, it's it's an untapped market uh, meaning fine I mean if you have a guarantee and Maybe a promoter doesn't really care that uh, what tickets they sell, but what's most important is that to make sure the fighter's safety is is is, is well taken care of. Meaning, is is the commission you know well prepared to uh, handle any type of situation? That's what I see. Hey, Fight fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps. If you haven't already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you go ahead and do so by clicking this icon right here and hit the bell button so you can get notified every time we upload a new video. And we also have a free app available on iTunes and Google Play. So make sure you go ahead and download that. Bye, Fight fans. Anyone that saw this fight will understand and recognize he's not the same fighter. But this is what I do to them. I end careers. He's not the same fighter at all. I took something. He's done and I can't wait. Those are the words of the bronze bomber, Deontay Wilder, talking about Tyson Fury. He believes that he took something from Fury in the fight they had last year. Here's my take on it. I think Deontay Wilder 
is so far up his own backside that he don't even know what day it is half of the time. That's what I think. Deontay Wilder is gassed. Tyson Fury has had numerous lackluster performances earlier on in his career. He went life and death with John McDermott twice. He had a tough fight with Derek Chisora the first time around. He got dropped by Nevin Pikage, a guy with about, what, five KOs in 20 fights? He got dropped by Steve Cunningham, a guy who wasn't even a puncher at cruiserweight. So Tyson Fury has had more than his fair share of tough fights in the past. Uh, some people have brought up statistics from CompuBox uh, showing that Tom Schwartz landed more punches, not Tom Schwartz, excuse me, Otto Wallen landed more punches on Tyson Fury than anybody else over the course of a 12-round bout. Well, that may be the case, but the Steve Cunningham fight didn't go 12 rounds and Cunningham landed something like 90 punches on Tyson Fury over the course of that bout. If that had gone the distance, that might have had the record of the most punches landed on Tyson Fury, okay? So Tyson Fury against lesser opposition than Edionte Wilder, lesser opposition than a Klitschko, has been hit a lot before. It's not necessarily indicative of Tyson Fury being washed up or being old or Deontay Wilder took something from him. I think Wilder's trying to give himself a bit too much credit. And as I say, Wilder is just so far up his own backside. You don't know what day it is half of the time. Wilder needs to focus on Luis Ortiz first. Then he can start focusing on uh, Tyson Fury. And if he underestimates Fury, because let's be real, he thought that Tyson Fury was done first time around. If he underestimate, underestimates him again, he might actually lose his title this time. So, you know, he needs to take this seriously. He needs to not look at Tyson Fury as a beaten man, as somebody who isn't quite the same. No, he needs to look at Tyson Fury as being better than he was when he fought him first time around. Deontay Wilder has seen Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury against uh, Otto Wallin underestimate opponents or not get up enough for a particular opponent and in the case of AJ pay the price and in the case of Fury against Wallen look bad so he should be learning from their mistakes Deontay Wilder he shouldn't be trying to repeat their mistakes and the way he's acting the way he's carrying on his head is so gassed up he's got so many PBC fanboys and Wilder fanboys gassing his head up he might end up making the same mistake. And in fact, I think that's why Tyson Fury, one of the reasons why Tyson Fury put in a lackluster performance against Otto Wallen is because after the Tom Schwartz fight, and Schwartz is a terrible heavyweight, after the Tom Schwartz fight, the level of hype from the Fury fanboys probably got to Tyson Fury, you know, made him feel that he was invincible. And Fury is a very confident character anyway, but it might have you know, pushed him further than it needed to push him by way of overconfidence. So Wilder should be learning from the mistakes Fury and AJ have been making. Keep yourself grounded. Prepare for the very best Tyson Fury. Don't think that the man's not going to be the same. I know Deontay Wilder wants to take credit for everything. Anything bad that happens in Fury's career from here on in, he wants to take credit from it. <laughs> I mean, uh, for it. I mean, Deontay Wilder was 
almost trying to take credit for Anthony Joshua losing to Ruiz when it wasn't Wilder who beat him. It was Ruiz who beat him. But Wilder said, oh, this, that, and the other about AJ. I mean, you know, Wilder talks a whole heap of rubbish. He needs to concentrate on his fighting. Yeah. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Now, if Tyson Fury is on the slide, if he's not the same, I don't think it's got much to do with Deontay Wilder, truth be told. Wilder landed two damaging punches on Tyson Fury the whole fight. The knockdown, which, whichever it was in the ninth round, that wasn't really much of a, you know, damaging knockdown. The one in the 12th was damaging, but that's two shots, serious shots in the whole fight. Tyson Fury ended the fight, you know, looking fairly fresh-faced. He wasn't battered and bruised. So I don't think that fight would have taken that much out of him by way of puni uh, punishment. And... Again, if he is on the decline, it's probably because of the lifestyle he lives outside the ring. You know, losing all the weight and he still likes to go out for a drink, you know? I don't know. I, I suspect Tyson Fury is probably not the most dedicated guy and mentally he's erratic. So we have to take into account with him. And I've always felt that Fury won't succeed at the elite level long term. You have some success, of course. But I don't see him being the dominant force of the division, Klitschko style, reigning supreme for years and years. I just don't think he's got the discipline for that. I don't think he's got the mental stability for that. He's just too erratic. Those are my thoughts. Drop your thoughts in the comment section below and let me know how you feel. It's happening. I'm out. First of all, uh, quick thoughts on tonight's performance, Devin Haney. Sharpshooter, man. Look like a champion. You know what I mean? He did what he was supposed to do. The kind of opponent he got. So you can get rid of him. Now, um, real quick. Uh, in, this time tomorrow, if not less than 24 hours, you got Tyson Fury fighting uh, Otto Valin in, mm -hmm. uh, in Las Vegas. What are your mm -hmm. thoughts on that fight? Um, and what he's doing with his new ESPN deal? I mean, uh, he's making the best of it. I mean, they're paying him a hell of a lot of money for, you know, shit opponents. You know what I mean? And that's, that's just me being realistic. But, you know, Tyson, you know, me and Tyson is cool. No no beef there. I got nothing bad to say about it. But they're trying to make that whole, what's that, the, 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 the champion that they call him now? The, the lineal champion. champion. I mean, there's never, ever been, wait a minute, there's never, ever been a big hype around a lineal champion. Like, they're trying to make some hype around it, and I get it in this new Mayan belt. You know what I mean? It, it's cool. It looks cool, but we all know it's not. It's not well, right. I think that's more of a ceremonial yeah, yeah, yeah. giving it some yeah, Mexican yeah, holiday. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I don't think it's not you know too crazy. But uh, nothing to say. I mean, I think Tyson will win. I don't think it's gonna be a shutout like people are, are, are thinking it's gonna be. So you don't think he knocks him out like he did his last opponent? Oh hell no, 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 not like his last opponent. Hold on, is a, a very skilled mover. He can definitely box. Um, he's not a hard hitter, but I don't think it's gonna be no quick one-two fight like people are thinking like the other guy. Now, um, yet to be officially announced, but everything seems to lead to uh, Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz. Uh, the rematch, Luis Ortiz, in my opinion, uh, was the closest to get Wilder out of there. Yeah. Some may say Fury, you know, because he outboxed him. Yeah. Nonetheless, what are your thoughts on that fight? Shouldn't when it happened this fall? Um, uh, let's see if Ortiz has is, is got some more juice in the tank. You know what I mean? Um, let's see if he can still pull it off. You know, he's, he's a lot, he's more older than people know that he is. 
So uh, still a good fight. Let's let's see who if you got stamina. You know what I mean? Now they said that the Wilder and Fury rematch is already signed for February mm -hmm. or March. That, or March so sometime early spring. What does that say about Wilder have taken his mandatory in Dominic Brazil and sparking him out of there and taking a tough opponent in Luis Ortiz, who he had a lot of trouble against at points in the fight, while Fury took a Tom Schwartz and Otto Wallin that... Yeah, but you got to think about it too. In their career, Tyson Fury had harder fights in his career before Deontay. Deontay just started fighting harder fights, you know. So you got to think about it like this. Their career has been up and down. You know, now Tyson's taking the easier fights, making bigger money. You know, and Deontay's getting some hard fights now. So, I mean, it's one thing half a dozen, you know. Somebody's going to call you number one one of these days, so you got to step up, you know, so. December 7th, Saudi Arabia, AJ, Ruiz, two. Um, thoughts on the, on the fight at hand, the, the rematch? It's 50-50 in my book. You know, we don't know too much about Saudi Arabia. Um, so, I mean, the thing is that I think Andy would have been better off fighting somewhere that was more conventionally known for boxing. But nothing, nothing to say, you know. You know, the zone and Eddie got a hundred mil to go over there. You know what I mean? So, you know, money talk. You know, so if they got to come out of pocket to do the fight, I mean, I, I see why. And last but not least, and most importantly, what's up with yourself, champ? Uh, how you been, both mentally and physically? Man, I'm. It's always gonna be rough. As a fighter, you know, you want to be able to do your job. You want to be able to provide for your family and do things. But things happen. Things happen. Champ is here. Champ is here. What time is it? What time is it? So, uh, yeah, the main thing right now is uh, I'm gonna talk to you know two separate networks right now, and uh, the main thing is uh, getting the best deal for me and who I, I feel comfortable moving in the right direction. Listen, Providence Rhode Island, the motherfucking hands. ESPN being one of them, correct? Yes, ESPN is definitely one of them. Um, you know, second. Uh, I won't say they, they told me not to say The zone uh, No actually not the zone Okay You know Eddie still got his finger up his ass You know what I mean So I love him but He acting like a pansy right now So <laughs> what are your thoughts With the whole Dillian White situation I mean everything is still You know um, Somewhat unclear mm -hmm. Right But you haven't gone through A similar situation mm -hmm. That people like to Compared to seem mm -hmm. like they give him More the benefit of the doubt mm -hmm. Than what people did with, with you yourself You gotta remember on this It all depends on who's the author of the story who's laying in the office. So the author's always the guy who's in head of the show, which is Eddie Hearn. So if Eddie Hearn would have relayed the message a little different, the people would have took a little different. So if Eddie Hearn is the face and he's showing, oh, this is what I'm doing, everybody's going to, you know, dick ride it. You know what I'm trying to say? Now, if you come out blasting me, everybody like, oh, the big bad black guy from Brooklyn, ah, he's ass, so, uh, boo, you know what I mean? I'm fighting their main dude. You know what I'm trying to say? So I give two fucks anyway to tell the truth. You know what I'm trying to say? But that's how it is. It all depends on who's the narrative of the story. You know what I'm trying to say? But like I said, I'm a warrior and I'm going to be back, do what I got to do and handle this shit like a man. I'm not going to sit here and point fingers, fuck that. I ain't got no time for that, nigga. Big baby Miller. You know what I mean? It's life, man. We all make Let's mistakes. And where you come from, where we come from, we battle shit every day. The bombs, what I'm trying man. to say. So, That's it, if a motherfucker slip up, best believe, man. It's, we gonna Cheers. make it back. So, so can you clarify? As of right now, you are you suspended? Can you can you fight? Yeah. I'm, listen, there's a lot of different situations, but like I said, we honor what the WBA did, which is six months, and it's up in six days. Awesome. Champ, thank you very much for your no, time. No, Look forward to seeing yeah, you back. Be back. Well, if you enjoyed the video, feel free to hit the like, subscribe, and share. 
as always, if you want to support us to the next level, head over to the Patreon.com backslash the Box Enforcement. Tons of exclusive from Border Wars, Entitled, Betting Shows, the list goes on and on and on. But in addition to that, if you guys have questions for fighters, trainers, and promoters, this is where you can submit them. We will run out, get these questions answered, and put it back on the show just for you guys. Appreciate it. Peace. Joe Sanders and Gabe Rosado. Yeah, he's, he's on the list. Obviously, uh, got a speed. Uh, looks like we'll announce Billy Joe Saunders tomorrow for the KSI card. Um, and we'll be looking for an opponent to announce soon after. One thing I wanted to ask you the last time I, was, I interviewed you was the November 9th from Logan versus KSI. Way before that, it was supposed to be Wilder and Ortiz November 9th. Do you feel like you're responsible for moving the date? Uh, yeah, a lot of people said that. I mean, uh, November 9th, very interesting date. Apparently, that was Wilder and Ortiz's date. But we went in there, and uh, I believe they've moved to November 23rd. So, you know, I'm, I'm not sure whether we would originally move. It's a great story, though. Talking about Mr. ESPN dealers, Big Baby. Listen, that's, that's, that's an listen, ESPN hold, 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 listen. I'm a man. You're a man. I always respect what you do. You know, you bash me on camera. I still got love for you. Oh, you're I great, still got love for you. I think it's you're a great business, great business man. But uh, listen, man, I still want to come home. <laughs> listen, we'll talk. We'll uh, talk. I mean, uh, no life, life stuff happens, man. Um, uh, and we're human beings, and we gotta grow up. We gotta, you know, just do what we just do better. You know, be a better person. And um, uh, taking the wrong information, doing doing something that wasn't needed to be done, or going the wrong direction, and uh, happens in life. I came from nothing. Sometimes you make decisions that cost you, and it cost me a lot of money and cost me opportunity. But I feel like the position and everything that happened in my life at this point is for a reason, you know. And uh, the main thing is being better, understanding, and learning, and learning from my mistakes. I, I'm not gonna sit here and bash Eddie. I know Eddie was mad and things happened. I mean, we all human beings, and we all make mistakes. You know what I mean? So, listen, on to bigger and better things. Uh, we'll figure out what's next. We don't know if, is, if ESPN is the move right now. We're in the negotiations. But like I said, you know, I still love the zone. They treat me very well. Eddie treated me very well up to that point. But uh, like I said, it's business. But sometimes relationships do cause you to think back and say, you know what, maybe this can work and figure out what's next. But uh, I have nothing bad to say about Eddie, Dylan, White, nobody, man. It's boxing. AJ, I wish you number luck. Come kick your ass in later. Still wants to fight. That fight between Dylan White and Big Baby, would you take that fight? You know, I mean, Dylan's got his stuff to sort out. You know, and again, I'll talk to Jarrell not in front of you cameras, but that's one of the first times that I've heard him say mistakes, etc. And I think that's important to say. I believe that he's got a good heart, but you can't ignore what happened, and that's another story. Mistakes, understand? You got to hold your hands up and say. I done wrong, and that's it. Dylan White, he's got another issue to resolve. Right now, we're looking at Joshua Reese, and the only thing in the mind, like, you know, maybe if he wouldn't have, you know, not been able to fight, who knows what would have happened? Maybe Joshua would have beat him, maybe he would have beat Joshua, maybe Joshua would have won, and we wouldn't have to go to rematch someone. So, like, yeah. what happened is a crazy turn of events that maybe changed everybody's life. Changed his life, changed AJ's life, changed Andy Ruiz's life. So, you know, and we'll see if he can put it right December 7th. I think Same you're going to see a different AJ yeah. on December 7th. Mm -hmm. And he's going to have to be. 
to beat Andy Rees. And, you know, he's going to make his moves, whether that's with ESPN or whoever. And, you know, I said to AJ, I mean, it's remarkable. I said, that AJ was asked a question the other day, would you ever fight yeah. Big Baby again? He said, I'd love to fight Big Baby. Right. Actually quite surprised me. Really? But yeah, because he was pumped for that fight. Really pumped for that fight. Really, really pumped for that fight. More pumped than I've ever seen him for a fight before. And when the pin was deflated from him, he had to fight Andy Ruiz. And he just, you know, not taking anything away from Andy, he was brilliant. But he didn't have the same spring in his step that he had when he wanted to fight this man. I seen an interview a couple hours ago, Terence Corporate said, pay him the money and he'll be willing to fight Kelbrook in the UK. What's your, what's your um, reaction towards that? Well, that's the top rank to pay that money. You know, he's their champion. He can't box anywhere else other than ESPN. But they're running out of money this side of the year. You know, they're telling everybody they've got to wait till next year. Jose Ramirez, another guy, just said recently, I was injured, but I can box in December, but I'm told they've got no dates. He's just won a, uni he's a unified world champion, and they can't give him a date. Terence Crawford boxed in April. He's supposed to be pound for pound number one. He ain't got a date yet. They're talking about December. That's been out of the ring for, what, eight or nine months. So, like, it's not for me to give Terence Crawford money, but I could pay Lomachenko three times what he's making at the moment to fight Bevin Haney. They're not going to allow it to happen. Eddie, now tonight we saw Michael Hunter come out successful mm. over Sergey Kuzmi. Um, he mentioned the 7 December date in Saudi against Pavekin. Is there any talks? Has, has that been brought yeah, up? Yeah, that's the fight we want to make for Saudi Arabia, Hunter Pavekin. He's kind of like the miracle man, Hunter. You know, he goes in there like a sort of like a blown up cruiserweight, because let's be honest, that's what he is. And he's beating all these big guys. I mean, you know, he didn't lose a round tonight, really, I didn't think, against. Uh, Hunt against Kuzmin, who's a good top 15 heavyweight, made him look a bit average, really. You know what I mean? And, you know, he's beaten Bacoli, who's a very good fighter. He's beaten um, Ustinov as well. And I think he might be the favourite to beat Povetkin, to be honest with you. Like, he's undersized, but he's got a big heart and he's very clever and he knows his way around the ring. Big Baby, are you going to finally fight Joe Joyce and shut him up? Joe Joyce ain't, got, yeah. ain't exactly got no money, man. And we've no Frank Warren not to pay guys on time, so I don't have to kidnap the old man, you know? Hey, baby, I'm going to ask you, what's your thoughts on Eddie saying that Eddie still wants to fight you? Um, that's a great fighter. You know what I mean? Fighters, fighters know where the great fights are. Plus, he has to come to America and prove himself. You know, they're kind of looking at him like a scallywag in America still. So, you got to come over and fight one one good American and make his name. And so, Big Baby's still on top of that list. You know what I mean? So, it's awesome to hear that, hear that come from him at the same time. But I still don't like him. I still want to punch him in the face. So, hopefully it happens. Bob uh, responded to your comments the other day about the Fury fight. And he called, uh, labeled you a failure and you didn't know how to promote in America. And you can't take it seriously. What are your thoughts on that? Well, um, my thoughts on that are I've got three hours sleep before I fly to LA for a press conference in front of more people that is at his show tomorrow night. Um, Bob Aram said that I'm an idiot because if you talk about someone too much, then you're just promoting them. Well, all he's done all week is talk about me. So I want to thank Bob Aram for the publicity <laughs> this week. And you can't criticize Bob Aram, he's a legend. He's 87 years old. He's so out of touch with modern society, it's frightening. I mean, some of his speeches are Churchillian. You know, like the one the other day about the Mexican, um, I mean, it was, um, I don't know where he was going with it, but it was remarkable. But what young fan wants to hear that? Nobody. You know what I mean? So, look, Bob's Bob. He's two-faced sometimes. You know, he was up my, my backside all last week in London saying I was the greatest thing since last bread. And he's been slagging me off all week. But it's boxing, isn't it? Don't take anything personally. Tough love. Hey, hey, Tough love. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
What's your thoughts on the lack of publicity for the Tyson Fury fight? I just think it's people just get bored, right? So he fought Wilder. If you look at the hype around Tyson Fury after the Wilder fight and look at the hype around him now, it's like, you know, it's a third of where it was. You get away with the Schwartz fight, but you don't get away with another one. You know, it's like even like AJ said to me, like, I've I never got these, these fights. Why didn't you give me these fights? Do you know what I mean? Like, look at me, I boxed, uh, after Martin, boxed Molina, boxed Brazil, boxed Klitschko, boxed Takam, boxed Parker, boxed Povetkin, boxed Ruiz, and now Ruiz again. All, all in a row. There was no like, all right, have a gimme fight along the way. So he's sort of saying to me, well, blimey, he's, got, he's had Tom Schwartz, now he's got Otto Wallin. Oh, yes, please. So ESPN have got to be looking at it going, what? What are we paying for here? There'll be no new subscribers tomorrow night. They've sold 2,000 tickets. They'll comp it out. You'll see the, the numbers being report, reported by the commission. It's not how you build the rematch. The rematch is still a huge fight. Great fight as well. But it's not the way to, to build it. I understand the give me the, give me the, the free one. You know, but not give me two free ones and spend the whole year. That's his year. So Tyson Fury, the lineal champ, he's 2019 has been Tom Schwartz and Otto Wallen, and you still want to call him a lineal champion. Any ESPN getting out of hand with that, with the lineal title, so-called, and then they, they got, get mad, they, they but then they got mad with Corporate not being a champion in the PBC side. Yeah, but they call, they call it like lineal. I mean, the guy, he, was, he, he, he retired from the sport. He uh, failed a drugs test. He relinquished his belts, uh, and then decided to cut, I mean, I, I, like, you know, Lineal, I understand lineage, lineal, lineage, or whatever it's fucking yeah. called, but like, I mean, no. Eddie, we, Eddie, Eddie, we see that, that if, if you would have put on, or if Deontay Wilder or Anthony Joshua would have fought Tom Swartz and Iron Wall and, and you put those fights on, you guys would be asking you know. to get married. Do yeah. you think that the reason Listen, I got murdered when we put the Andy Ruiz fight on. Do you think it's Tyson Fury's backstory as to why he doesn't get as no, much because no, no, but no one... You have to understand the levels of interest and publicity between the two. Like, in the UK, Anthony Joshua is, like, to the ceiling, and Tyson Fury, he's now... His popularity's risen incredibly since the world fight, but they're not on the same level profile-wise. So, you get away with it because of Bob's bluster, ESPN, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, people talk about ESPN. Oh, it's going to change his profile. Like, the, pro the profile's massive, the audience is massive. Well, if the audience is massive and the build-up shows are so incredible, why haven't they sold a ticket? Eddie, well, based Eddie. on your comments, uh, you're saying that, obviously, the two Fury fights aren't as big since Wilder. What does that say about Wilder? Because if he's not able to pull the numbers, then he obviously needed Wilder to do so, wouldn't you say? Yeah, he does. No, he does. He does. He definitely does. I mean, there's very few fighters. AJ was one of them. Whether he's still one of them, you know, it's still a huge name. But he was a guy that could actually fight anyone. He didn't, and still sell out arenas, right? But Wilder has fought Brazil, who was his mandatory, and he's fighting Ortiz. That's not a bad year, you know, for a world heavyweight champion. Wilder and Ortiz. It's a little bit different than Schwartz and Wiley, you know. And I respect Tyson Fury. I think he's a great guy. I think he's got a great personality. I think he's great for the sport. And I think he's very, very good. And I don't blame him. Like, any fighter with a team would take the most amount of money for the easiest fights. That's the promoters and the managers' jobs. The fighters have to be protected from fighting these crazy fights. So I don't blame his team. They've done a great job getting him loads of money for easy fights. Eddie, what do you think about Derek Chisora 
outbursts. Is he going to remain on the card? Yeah, of course he's remaining on the card. Uh, Derek, it was disrespectful the way he came out? You can tell him. <laughs> I, I think you never know what Derek Chisora is going to do. But the thing is with that card is, right, from a boxing perspective, the main event is quite clear. It's a unification matchup, it's a ring magazine title, which reads his progress against Taylor. From a casual fan perspective, particularly in London, Derek Chisora is probably the main event. But our show is paired with the World Boxing Super Series, and because of certain TV deals in place, Progress Taylor really needs to be the main event. But Derek is co-main event, and I'll probably have to buy him a new watch. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Chisora does pull, pulls out as Big Baby possibility if you guys have that priority conversation and things work out to your possibility. Well, Big Baby's very expensive. You know, this is, this is, like, this is like what they talk about. This is what, like what they talk about Joe Joyce. You know, he's Hold not on, gonna, I'm he's I'm not gonna, he's not gonna take Joe Joyce money to go to England and fight Joe Joyce. Yeah. So, you know, I fight Chisora anywhere. Chisora's a good fight. He's a good fight. Knock his ass out. But like I said, yo, listen, Eddie, Eddie does know me pretty well when it comes to the business side. So you know how to get me to England, and I gladly knock his ass out. Gladly. What, me or Chisora? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm going to get a flight. <laughs> yeah, Anywhere right? on the Monte Carlo. <laughs> Monte Carlo show. November 30th, we'll announce the card next. Oh, if you enjoyed the video, feel free to hit the like, subscribe, and share. As always, if you want to support us to the next level, head over to the patreon.com backslash the boxing voice. We have tons of exclusive from Border Wars, from Title, betting shows, the list goes on and on and on. But in addition to that, if you guys have questions for fighters, trainers, or promoters, this is where you can submit them. We will run out. Get these questions answered and put it back on the show just for you guys. Appreciate it. Peace. This is Ryan Elliott for Boxing Social in association with Betfriend. Betfred, we're down at Dale Youth Gym today with me, Frank Bruno. Frank, firstly, how are you? Grand Candy, man. Very, very good. I've seen man. Very good. Very good, sir. Very good. It's good to hear. As mentioned, we're down at Dale Youth. I want to start by talking about that. We've had the kids down today. Uh, the fighters on next Friday's uh, Royal Albert Hall bill have been going through their paces. We saw yourself and Daniel Dubois in there as well, all the kids watching on cheering. Yeah. Before we get on to Daniel and the bill, etc., I just wanted to start by asking you about all these kids that we've seen down today. As we know, Dale Youth Gym was uh, one of many things we lost during the Grenfell disaster, yeah. among many lives as well, um, yeah, a horrible tragedy. So, yeah. But from that, uh, the gym's been rebuilt. The facilities are lovely. Nice it's, a gym. Nice. A, it's a community centre. All yeah. the money that gets taken in goes back in the community. That's How true. important is it for these kids to have this kind of facility to come down to and to I see these fighters down here today? Yeah, I think it's very, very important for them to see the fighters and the fighters doing well because it could be them keeping off the street, keeping away from gun crime, keeping away from knife crime. So it's important to see the gym... It's very, very sad what happened to it with the people dying and fire and etc. etc. They've got the gym built up, all the people who have had the damages done and moving home and whatever, I hope they can get their life together and it'd be very, very good. But it's very, very nice to see the gym open because it's very, very good for the youngsters and the local community. As mentioned, we saw you taking Daniel Dubois through his paces today, some pad work, etc. The last time I saw you was actually at the Peacock Gym, yeah. uh, just before the Nathan Gorman fight. That's you were right. singing Daniel's praises before yeah. that fight when I met you. You were telling me he was a special fighter. Yeah. Brilliant performance we saw from him against Nathan Gorman in his first real big test. How impressed yeah. were you with that performance from Daniel? Very, very impressed. I mean, they asked me to go up in the ring and all I could remember, my foot twitching with the nerves or whatever. But he just done a cool, calculated um, demonstration and... and, and 
Mr. Gorman, you know what I mean? But um, I think Mr. Gorman will re recover and come back, but he's a special young man. He's 22, he's got the world at his feet, he can punch, he can fight, and he's a humble person, so he deserves to do well. Yesterday we heard he was voted Boxing Right as Young Boxer of the Year for 2019. An accolade previously won by yourself. Yeah. Do you see him as the finest young fighter we've got on these shows? Very, very most definitely. Humble, works very, very hard, can punch like a horse, and he's a very, very hungry guy, very, very focused, and he deserves to do well. Now he takes on uh, the unknown but unbeaten Ebenezer Tete next week. Yeah. Should all go well and he gets the win going into 2020, do you think he's ready to, to almost be getting amongst that mix, that top mix? I think he needs a little bit of maturity. He's young. He's a young man. You know what I mean? You don't want to push him and he's not fully matured. And when he's matured, God help anybody out there. You know what I mean? I'd rather be his opponent than his girlfriend because he's a big old lump now and he's, once he's set, he'd be a dangerous human being. Now one fight I wanted to touch on quickly, uh, Tyson Fury versus Otto Whalen last weekend in Las Vegas. Did you manage to catch a fight, Frank? Yeah, I'll catch little bits of it. You know what I mean? In fights, some things happen like that. You get a cut, he's a survivor, and you know what I mean? He, he's victoriously, you know what I mean? He's been at the ring for nearly three years. He's only had about four fights and he's got the rust out of his body. And good luck to him. He's victoriously, his hands are raised. He's the winner, he's got a cut. He gets stitched up and I hope everything's all right with him. Now, we know that fight was meant to be a showcase for Tyson Fury, the American market. Not, he got the win, as you mentioned. Yeah. Would have preferred not to sustain the cuts. He had to fight a different kind of fight once he sustained those cuts. Yeah, in, a, in a way, do you think that's good for Tyson Fury's profile, that we saw that he can go into a dogfight like that when it's up against him with all these cuts and still prevail? He showed a lot of heart. Yeah, he showed a lot of heart coming back and going to Dante Wilder after about three fights. So his heart's not really um, questionable. You know what I mean? He's got heart, he's got determination, he's got boxing skill. He's just a little bit rusty. Once he gets his rust out, he's going to be a very, very hard guy to beat. You mentioned the rematch with Deontay Wilder. All being well with the cuts. <laughs> All being well with the cuts and he heals. Uh, we're hearing that might be February, the Deontay yeah. Wilder rematch. Now he's, now he's shook off a bit more of that rust and you mentioned he had all that time away and he's coming back in with Deontay Wilder. Yeah. They've already shared 12 rounds together. Yeah. How much of a chance do you give him in that rematch having, in most people's opinion, already won the first fight? I think I'll give him a big, big um, trust because the rust out of him, he's got a little bit more confidence. He's got the ring ring rust out of him and the timing should be there. But Dante Wilder's not a guy that you can mess around with. He's a dangerous hombre as himself. You can't blink against people like that. But... He's from England, um, Tyson Fury from Great Britain, and I wish him and I've been praying for him to do very, very well so he can bring all the money over here and help Boris Johnson get out of trouble. Now, the final thing I want to ask you about before I let you go, Frank, Anthony Joshua, we know he's going to be rematching Andy Ruiz out in Saudi Arabia in December. I'm not going to go into the details of the first fight and what went wrong. We're past that now. But one thing I wanted to know from your opinion, what does Anthony Joshua have to do differently to win the rematch out in I Saudi Arabia? He's got to be a bit more flexible, use his power, use his boxing skills. And as the, and the Reese comes in, use his power coming in and counterpunch him and break him down and knock him out. How does it differ fighting abroad for, for a fighter? You know, we, we saw him make his US debut, it wasn't successful. He was keen not to make any excuses. It was his first time outside of Britain as a professional fighter. How does it differ going and fighting abroad? Sometimes it's different fighting abroad, but a boxer, a boxing ring's a boxing ring. When ding ding round one comes, a boxing ring's a boxing ring. So if it's abroad, if it's home, if it's um, team back two, you know, you get in, you got to condition yourself wherever, wherever you got to fight. 
You said that was the last question, but you got another one. Another one. Go on, boss. No, I was just about to finish up, Frank. I was okay. just going to say thank you very much for speaking well, to us today. And your Geordie accent is immaculate, I must say. So thank you very much for speaking to Boxing Social. Respect, man. Avida Ziel, man. Cheers.